Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 3073, Regenerative Healthcare. Could this simple concept heal the world? By Emma Hogan with lesmills.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your narrator, reading to you every day of the year. But on Sundays, I think it's nice to share an episode from another podcast where we read to you. And today's comes from my brother's show, Optimal Health Daily. By the way, he answers listeners' questions on Fridays. And if you send a relevant one in and you're in the US, I'll personally visit the post office and mail you a physical copy of our 216-page hardcover Optimal Living Daily Workbook. If you're outside the US, I'll email you a digital version. You can send a health-related question to health at oldpodcast.com and then listen in to that show on Fridays. Again, that's Optimal Health Daily. But with that, let's get right to the bonus episode as we optimize your life. Regenerative Healthcare. Could this simple concept heal the world? By Emma Hogan with lesmills.com. In many ways, farming and modern healthcare are worlds apart, but they shouldn't be. After all, the basic goal of farming is to provide the nutrients our bodies require, and the purpose of the healthcare industry is to help us stay well. Maintaining human health is clearly at the heart of both industries, but over the years, many have lost sight of the common ground. Farming is firmly focused on efficiency and yields, while healthcare has become consumed with managing expensive diseases. Now, a team of medical professionals and agricultural experts are making a case for change, suggesting a shift towards integrated farming and healthcare so that both industries work together with a prevention-based approach to human and environmental health. This concept is supported by a compelling new white paper that compares historical data with health, nutrition, and agriculture research. It highlights exactly how the increased industrialization of our food system has led to environmental degradation, poor nutrition, and proliferation of lifestyle-related diseases. It also addresses the issues with our current healthcare system, which prioritizes pharmaceutical intervention over lifestyle changes like nutrition and physical activity. All over the globe, healthcare is overburdened attempting to treat chronic diseases with pharmaceutical intervention. At the same time, conventional farming processes use toxins detrimental to health and prioritize crops that are low in nutritional value. The facts speak for themselves. While many of us are living longer than our parents, we are not living healthier or happier lives. 
approximately 92 million Americans are living with coronary artery disease. Today, six out of 10 American adults have a chronic disease, and four in 10 have more than one chronic disease. Globally, more than 71% of deaths annually are related to non-communicable lifestyle-related diseases that include cancer, type 2 diabetes, chronic lung disease, and cardiovascular disease. Based on current global trends, six of the top seven causes of death in 2040, including heart disease, stroke, Alzheimer's, and diabetes, will be directly related to our lifestyle choices and diet. The standard American diet derives more than half of total calories from highly processed foods. Only 11% of calories come from fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, and nuts. And finally, industrial farming has resulted in crops continually reducing nutrient density. It also affects human health via exposure to endocrine-disrupting chemicals and through environmental pollutants. We face an epidemic of diet and lifestyle-related disease that is eroding personal health, straining healthcare systems, and depleting our natural environments. Experts say a healthier future relies on dramatically altering the trajectory of chronic disease, and regenerative healthcare could be the answer. Regenerative healthcare involves increasing the availability of nutrient-dense foods by shifting to a regenerative organic farming system that eliminates toxic inputs and focuses on foods optimal for our health. This type of farming will initiate regeneration of the soil, critical given we only have 60 years of topsoil left due to soil degradation. Alongside the shift in farming, there must also be healthcare changes where we move to an integrative medical system founded on lifestyle medicine and supported by regenerative, whole, nutrient-dense foods. What is regenerative healthcare? A system in which farming and healthcare work together to inform a prevention-based approach to human and environmental health. Rather than relying on toxic chemicals to solve agricultural issues and pharmaceutical intervention to manage disease, regenerative healthcare aims to prevent disease through an organic, whole foods, plant-forward diet that begins on farms, working in harmony with nature. Right now, experts are driving further research, education, and collaboration between medical professionals and farmers to create meaningful change in our food and healthcare systems. There are visions of a regenerative health institute where farmers, soil scientists, medical professionals, and consumers will come together for a common goal, regaining our health and vitality through food. What can we do to help? Making more thoughtful food choices is number one. The way our food is grown and raised impacts not only our own cellular health and immune systems, but also whole communities and entire ecosystems. With this in mind, we need to start considering not only what we eat, but also how it was produced. The easiest way to do this is to start purchasing more products from local farms. You can also start talking to healthcare providers about the benefits of an organic whole foods diet as a meaningful prevention of and intervention for lifestyle-related conditions. You just listened to the post titled Regenerative Healthcare. Could This Simple Concept Heal the World? by Emma Hogan with lesmills.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. In my nutrition classes, I often make my students read the book The Omnivore's Dilemma by Michael Pollan and watch the film 
Food Inc. Students find both of these such eye-opening experiences. It's because both of these discuss what happens as food goes from the farms where they're grown to our tables. But the information can be overwhelming and kind of depressing. Luckily, both The Omnivore's Dilemma and Food Inc. provide us with a powerful take-home message, something that Emma mentioned in her post. We as consumers have the power to change the whole system. How? Well, every time we purchase something, we are telling the manufacturer, I like this, make more of this. So if we change our purchasing habits to support those things that we want to see more of, like farming and manufacturing practices that we prefer, we then send a clear signal to continue these practices. It's like we're voting, but using money as our ballots. And voting with our hard-earned money sends a very clear signal to farmers and food manufacturers. So the next time you purchase anything, remember that you're sending a clear signal, a clear vote that, yes, I like this, make more of this, and make more of it in the same way you're making it now. All right, that'll do it for the Saturday episode. I hope you have a wonderful weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll be back here tomorrow, as usual, where your optimal life awaits.